It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's up and welcome into a fresh week of Locked On Bulls. It's Monday, November 1st, 2021. I'm Matt. That's Big Dave. Oh, I switched us again, Dave. Let's fix that. Uh, up ahead on today's show, no. we're breaking down a statement win over the Utah Jazz over the weekend. And speaking of statement, not a statement jersey, but the City Edition jerseys just dropped this morning. We're giving our thoughts on the Bulls' latest threads after a Bulls-Jazz breakdown. That's all next on a fresh Locked On Bulls. Let's go. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson. What's up and welcome into Locked On Bulls, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow my co-host, Big Dave Watson, at BOW, B-A-W-L Sports. And you can follow us at Locked On Bulls. Shoot us a text or a voicemail at 331-979-1369 for our weekly mailbag episodes. Big Dave, welcome back. A fresh week, a fresh month. Mm -hmm. And the Bulls. Are five and one heading into tonight's game against the Boston Celtics. How are you, buddy? How's it going? How's the weekend? I'm doing well. I'm feeling good as I fix my mic here. I'm doing nice, man. You know, it was a busy weekend, but outside of that, yeah. I'm I'm like I told you, I'm looking forward to next week because I work hard to do nothing. And I'm really looking forward to doing nothing. But I honestly, Matt, when we don't do this on the weekend, I really do miss it. Cause I just be wanting to talk bulls, especially with you, like all the time. It's so weird. He works hard for the nothing. <laughs> so hard to do nothing. <laughs> he works hard to do nothing, so you better treat him right. There's a little Monday tune for you. That's amazing. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> you know what? I'm in a singing mood. Sometimes oh, I, you're just like, if I'm in a good mood, it means I want to sing. And mm-hmm. I think a big part of that is the Bulls got themselves a statement win over the weekend, Ooh. Dave. It was yes. almost a statement win when they fell short in that comeback against the Knicks late last week. But this Jazz team came in to the UC, the only remaining unbeaten team in the NBA to start this season. One of the most efficient offenses in the NBA. And yes, okay, parentheses, no Mike Conley, whatever. That was a very good Jazz team, and the Bulls beat them, and they beat them by being the team that we thought they could be, wreaking havoc on the defensive end despite their lack of size, crushing it in transition, and, uh, well, what's the name? Oh, Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan, people. Woo! (laughs) So exciting. I don't want to hear nothing about Mike Conley being out because, yeah, our starter is out as well, all right? We ain't got no Patrick Williams for the season, all right? We starting Javante Green at small at power forward. So honestly, I don't want to hear nothing about that kind of crap. And they honestly had no problem beating the Milwaukee Bucks without him either. So again, don't want to hear it. Leave me alone. But dealing with the Chicago Bulls, 
What a great win, Matt. What an awesome statement win. The Jazz came in just honestly, the numbers-wise, the best offensive team in the NBA. That's what yeah. they do. They score. They shoot the three yeah. well. They pass the ball. They got Donovan Mitchell. Rudy Gobert was averaging like 18 and 18. We just people were like, he's gonna have 45 rebounds against the Chicago Bulls because we have nobody out there. You know what? But nobody told the Chicago Bulls this kind of stuff. Okay. They came out from the jump, Matt, and the defense, Matt. The one thing that all the pundits said the Bulls were not gonna have this year swarmed and shut down the Jazz and what they wanted to do for three and a half quarters. Because in that fourth quarter, in this in the last part of it, they definitely caught fire from the three-point line to make that game close. And then what happened? They brought in bad fit DeMar DeRozan, and he went and said, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and show you why I'm good at basketball. 32 points, six rebounds, key bucket after key bucket after key bucket. It was amazing and so much fun to watch. I jumped out of my seat. I don't know how many times. It was just a great big statement win for the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, man. And you mentioned Utah's offense. Uh, had the best net rating in the NBA coming into Saturday night's game. Had the second best true shooting percentage for a team in the NBA coming into that game. And the Bulls hold them to, what was it, 38% from the field Ooh. and just 28.9% from downtown. Which yes. is good because the Bulls helped made up for the fact that they themselves did not have a great shooting night, uh, especially from deep. The Bulls just 5 of 21 from behind the three-point line um, mm -hmm. on Saturday night. But, gee, you know what they did? You know What's what they that, did do? They What's got that? to the free throw line 30 times. 3-0, people. You're talking about the Bulls who last season ranked dead last in free throw attempts per game in the NBA. 30 they shot wow. 30 free throws, and wow. gee, do you think DeMar DeRozan's arrival has something to do with that? <laughs> DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine, as teammates, both in the top 10 in the NBA in free throw attempts per game through the mm. Bulls' first six games. Get to the line and get out and, uh, and run in, in transition when you want to and when you can. I thought that was an interesting uh, part of Billy Donovan's postgame thoughts. Uh, that I want to mm. read this quote for you, Dave. Ooh, boy, if it's the same quote I got from Billy Donovan, Matt, oh, my God. Okay, go ahead. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. He said, I think you're trying to build out an identity of how you want to play. This is the most consistent game I thought we played to uh, to our identity. I thought we ran consistently the majority of the game. I thought we played with really good pace. I thought we played downhill and got to the basket. We got to the free throw line 30 times. This was, to me, from an identity standpoint, how we want to play. There that is. is incredibly insane <laughs> because let me tell you what I have, Matt. DeMar DeRozan got downhill in his three-point play. Zach got downhill for his three-point shot. DeMar got downhill for the pass back to Vooch. Oh, the Matt Peck trailer Vooch three, as I call it now. He got downhill for that. And then I wrote the quote. We talked about it yesterday and even today about how you have to develop habits and consistencies for playing towards an identity. Me and Matt's brains are insane, all right? That is crazy because that's what I had written down, Matt. I, I love that quote. I, I loved it. First of all, it rhymed a little bit too. Let me let me throw mm -hmm. that out there. But yeah. he's, he's just so 
right. <laughs> like, yeah. it's so correct, man. Like, you want the Bulls to have an identity. We complained years, Matt, about this team not having an identity, not knowing who they're going to be. Again, that was one of the questions coming into this season uh, from pundits. What's their identity going to be? Who's going to be the leadership on this team? We don't understand. Mm -hmm. We don't know what it's going to be. Like you say, Billy Donovan is going to have that handled. So letting them know what they do well and what they need to do consistently to develop that identity of being a tough-minded defensive team, but also running on the offensive end, man, it was just great to hear that. I love how we're in sync. This is amazing. <laughs> I mean, and, and the fact that Billy Donovan is building this identity and saying this is how we need to play and and certainly um, knows that AK and Eversley have a similar vision. These these guys have clearly all talked about this as they've gone over this huge roster overhaul to say, how do we want to play? Because AK and Eversley came in, they spent a year evaluating, seeing what they had, and then said, this is a weak area we need to address. This is a weak area we need to address. This is a weak area we need to address. Let's fix these things and play this way. And yes, it's a small sample size of six games. But when you think about, you know, I mentioned one of the worst teams in the NBA in free throw attempts last season are now, you know, a, a like a top five team in that category. One of the worst defensive uh, or one of the worst turnover teams in the league last season, I believe 28th, as far as how many mm. times they cough the ball up per game so far through six games, second in the NBA as far as protecting the ball, eliminating uh, eliminating your turnovers per game. The areas that they said these are weaknesses, they have proactively turned into strengths. So, mm -hmm. yes, they are an undersized team. Yes, they are towards the bottom of the league in total rebounds per game, despite mm -hmm. being one of the better percentage three-point shooting teams in the NBA so far this season. They actually aren't taking that many. They're taking the fewest three-point attempts. Hopefully that's something that will, uh, you know, progress and improve upon throughout the season. But mm -hmm. addressing points that were weaknesses and turning them into strengths while building your team's identity is something so beautifully simple mm -hmm. and simultaneously not that hard to accomplish. It's simple to envision it. But it's not hard to accomplish. And through six mm. games, God, I mean, like, credit to Billy and credit to the players, but also credit to AK and Eversley who said, this is what we're going to do, and then did it. <laughs> and Matt, like, to your point against Utah, who we expected to, them to dominate them on the boards, 54 to 45 was the final totals. The Jazz had 54, right. the Bulls had 45 rebounds. But as Matt just said about the turnovers, the Bulls had nine the Jazz had 20, all right? That is huge. Get your rebounds is nice, but you know what else is better? <laughs> Taking the ball from them mm -hmm. and then getting it out in transition, which is what Billy Donovan said in the quotes. We want to be downhill. We want to be a team that runs. That is the identity they're trying to have, and I love it. And despite the rebounds, there are you know, other areas of this Bulls defense that is just – Woo. I mean, suffocating and leading to those transition opportunities and those points off turnovers opportunities. 25 to 8, by the way, edge in favor of the Bulls points off turnover Saturday night. Uh, I want to talk about some of the other things, including the back end of Billy Donovan's rotation that looked a little yeah. bit different on Saturday. Yeah. We will do that next. But first, do you want a team full of all-stars? Do you want a team full of people who look as good as the Bulls did on Saturday? Oh. Well, might be. That you need indeed. I mean, if you can't have AK hiring people for you, maybe 
You just need Indeed, and they're amazing way to find quality candidates uh, and interview them, attract them, hire them all on Indeed.com. Don't struggle on your own to find quality candidates. Indeed can help you hire the right people right now. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process. You can find talent with the skills you need through tools like Indeed Instant Match, Assessments, and Virtual Interviews. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description, and you can even invite them to apply right away. With Indeed Instant Match, over 90% of employers get quality candidates as soon as they sponsor their job post, according to Indeed data. Candidates you invite to apply through Instant Match are three times more likely to apply to your job than those who only see it in search, according to Indeed data. So here's what you do. Get started right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash locked on. Again, that's a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash locked. Indeed.com slash locked on. Sorry, locked on. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Oh, with the rhymes. That's what I'm talking about. Shout out Indeed. I found a lot of wonderful jobs on Indeed. It's awesome. Listen, it's the weekend, all right, and and it's the fall going into the winter, which is the best time for sports. So that means you got your college football, you know, you, you got your pro football, you got your NBA, everything's going on right now at once. You get into your hockey, you got your World Series, all this stuff is happening. But at the same time, you're like, oh, man, the new Dune movie is out. Oh, man, the new Colin Kaepernick show on Netflix is out. I want to see that, too. So many things. So then you get to juggling and throwing things around like you're in the circus. And you don't want to do that. You just want to watch everything all in one place. Well, let me simplify it for you. It's called Direct TV Stream. And it brings together mm. all your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports movies and shows all in one place that means no more juggling the remote and no need to buy another device ever again and the best part there's no annual contract so get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get it together with direct tv stream you can learn more at directtv.com that is direct tv.com compatible device required content varies by package all right moving along to uh some other thoughts about bulls jazz for saturday night uh mentioning some of these defensive categories where the bulls are surprising some people maybe not you and me dave with the way that we saw this team <laughs> playing defense before the season actually began but um you know steals per game top 10 in the nba how about this one? Blocks per game. Top 10 in the NBA. Oh, they're so undersized. They're so undersized. No rim protection. Mm -hmm. Top 10 in the NBA in blocks through their first six games. Mm -hmm. And that leads me to, hey, we saw a lot more of Tony Bradley and Derek Jones Jr. in this mm -hmm. game Saturday night than we had at any point so far in their regular season. Those two individuals combined for five. Five blocks for the Bulls against the Jazz. And Big Dave... Uh, obviously, with with no Patrick Williams, you anticipated that at least one, if not two, other guys were going to get into Billy Donovan's rotation with Javante, you know, getting bumped into that starting lineup. What did you mm -hmm. think for the first uh, real look at extended minutes for those two guys uh, over the weekend? I mean, you can't be anything but happy 
Uh, I'm sure some people will use the word impressed, but I expected these kind of things because as I said on the show when we talked about the Patrick Williams injury, I have nothing that happened deterred my faith in this organization and this coaching staff. They've shown you they know how to have these things. Billy Donovan runs four guard lineups. He was doing it with Patrick Williams there. It's what he does, all right? They're going to find a way to be good. They're going to find a way to win. And even just a real quick touch on that defense real quick. Guess who? Yes, it's not surprising because me and Matt said it about last year. They were 12th. <laughs> even with Denzel Valentine on the squad, they were 12th in defense, all right? So come on, what are we talking about? Of course, you get better players and better personnel. Guess what? You're going to be better. And that's what we're seeing right now. But as far as the players you talked about, Matt, Tony Bradley was just absolutely awesome, okay? You saw, again, a guy with a high motor and a high IQ. And who knows that he's seven feet tall. He knows that he is long and lanky. And, Matt, he was blocking shots. What was impressive? is he wasn't just using his size, but you watched him using his brain, if that makes any sense. You saw him out there thinking while he was timing it, you know what I'm saying, perfectly. Because it's hard mm -hmm. to block, especially guys like that, but it's hard to block shots and not foul. But the way he was doing it, the way he was timing it, was just brilliantly done. They put him in to bother Gobert uh, because he played against Gobert, as he said, for three seasons. So he knew how, you know, to kind of approach him and kind of irritate him. I knew it would be awesome because they brought in Hassan Whiteside. I'm like, oh, his ball IQ is not the highest in the world. But he knows he's tall, and I'm not saying he can't play. I'm saying his ball IQ ain't the highest, all right? And you saw Tony Bradley kind of exploiting those kind of things when he was out there. But Derrick Jones Jr., Matt, he was the guy I thought that would, you know, move into the starting uh, lineup. Because, I, you know, you know what he brings as far as the athleticism and defense. And what did you see when he got in? Athleticism and defense. For me, one of the mm -hmm. biggest plays of the game, you talked about the blocks, was that block shot he had on the guard. I think it was Ingles. But on All that right. block shot that he had, Matt, and not only did he block it, what did he do? He got out and he would beat every single person down the floor. So when the pass by Caruso was bounced to him, guess what? Showtime. It was amazing, Matt. It was just really great Ooh. to watch that. Guys just being ready to perform when they were called upon. So, yeah, great job by uh, Derrick Jones Jr. and Tony Bradley. I can't wait to see more. Nice to see that they can both be serviceable uh, at times. And, you know, I, I think we can expect to see more of this where Donovan makes some rotation decisions that are very much matchup dependent. Um, you know, going to Bradley to have a little bit more size. Um, uh, and even, you know, Derek Jones Jr. for his length and, you know, verticality, you know, with his, just his pure athleticism. Um, because we saw a DNP for Alizé Johnson last night uh, or Saturday night. We once again saw a quick hook for Troy Brown Jr. three mm -hmm. minutes. Io Dosumu then getting in and playing 21 minutes. That's sort of a similar script that we've seen already this season, but Billy Donovan has options available to him despite the loss of Patrick Williams, despite the fact that we are still waiting to get Kobe White back and, and provide some offensive firepower to this second unit. He's got options because <laughs> you mentioned our old pal Denzel Valentine. In recent years, the options after the Bulls starting five were who? Nobody. Limited. Seldon's. 
Samson's, Jakar's, Javar's. Who? Who is this person? Sean Kill Draft Pick. Who is this person? Lemons. Walt Lemon. <laughs> Who is this person? Denzel. Felicio. Not usable. So, yes, the Bulls oh. are lacking in size in on some nights. Mm-hmm. Yes, there is right now perhaps a, a lack of floor spacing and shooting in their bench side of the rotation. These are okay problems because at least what they have, at least what AK and Eversley have accumulated over not even two years on the job is, like you said, smart players, players with length, players that offer you something if Mm. you put them in the rotation and put them on the floor. Mm. I love how you said that. Players that offer you something, but most importantly, smart players. Because like you mentioned, Matt, like they've had size before. That doesn't matter. Like you can't just go out there and be big. You got to know what to do with it. You know what I'm saying? And this the fact that they got these guys who have this length, you know what I'm saying, this athleticism, that is going to bother teams. Like, y'all, I don't think people understand it, but you're going to see it as it goes on. Like, it's going to bother mm-hmm. teams. So you might not be 6'10", but being 6'7", with that wingspan that's like 6'11", is going to bother you some squads because of the athleticism that these guys possess. And Matt, I'm just so impressed. Like, like what I see it out there, man, it's just so amazing. And I love, and once again, I say this a lot. I just love how Billy is not beholden to anybody or any mm-hmm. single lineup. You talked about Troy Brown Jr. getting that quick hook, hook uh, after those three minutes because he looked out there and said, no, nah, you know what? Io, Io should do this tonight. And guess what? Mm-hmm. He was right. We saw it though in those nights when, when Troy Brown Jr. was getting time and getting tick. You know what I'm saying? And that's why it works, Matt, because he isn't just hooking him and then never playing him ever again. You know what I'm saying? He's taking him out and saying, not this game. Okay, in this game, you know what? Run. You know, play long. We're putting you in in the fourth quarter. Have some time to get out there and do your thing. He's giving everybody a shot because he's not beholden to anyone. The only thing he's beholden to is winning. And that's what it's about. Winning. Winning. (laughs) Simple as that. Uh, A great statement win. And here's my last thought on the game, Big Dave, and then we'll move to uh, our thoughts on these City Edition jerseys that just dropped. Um, Again, 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 Saturday night, I see on Bulls Twitter people who are like, Vooch sucks. What are we doing with Vooch? Trade Vooch. Shouldn't have shouldn't have traded for Vooch. Yeah. Yes, he is in a shooting slump right now to start this season. Four of 19 against the Jazz. And that is a continuation of a trend of, he's just like, he's missing good looks. Yeah, you know, he is. He is. His, three, his three ball wasn't falling in preseason action and it continues to struggle. But he, you know, Two of six from behind three-point line of Saturday night. Okay, but it's these great looks inside that's like usually that is automatic for Vooch. Look, whatever weird yip this is where it's just not falling, for they will start falling. Yeah. And when they do, this Bulls offense, which, by the way, even with the Bulls having shooting nights like Saturday where they were 5 of 21 from downtown, even having a guy like Vooch who is an offensive staple struggling with his shot out of the gate, are still a top 10 offense mm-hmm. in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Matt, let me take Wait quick for things. it. Wait for it. <laughs> quick thing to everything you just said there right about Vooch. Yep, struggling with the three and all of that. When they played Detroit in that first game, Matt, when the Bulls were doing that, make that beautiful comeback, who was that that hit that trailer three to bring that game about to one or closer? Who was it? Vooch. Who was Vooch. it, Matt, when they played the New York Knicks and they made that incredible comeback 
and he kicked it back to that trailer three to cut it to one. Who was that, Matt? I believe it was Fooch. Who was it, Matt, when they played the Utah Jazz and they hit it back to him for a colossal trailer three and he took it himself to the bucket for the lay-in, which were the biggest five points of the game to put it away? Who was that, Matthew? Uh, uh, I believe the answer is Vooch. Yeah. So everybody out there, <laughs> shut it. Shut your mouths. This man is good. And Bucket. you're going to need big, him. Big buckets late. DeMar can do it. Vooch can do it. Even on a night where he's 4 of 19, Vooch gave you two huge buckets when Utah was starting to threaten you a little mm-hmm. bit. They got that lead all the way down to five. And then Vooch said, oh, we need a couple of big buckets. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Here you go. That, that is a player who delivers in big moments. That's why AK brought him in. That's why AK brought in DeMar DeRoe. It's simple, people. It's simple. And yes, give it time. His shot will come around. All right, Dave. Uh, we got to talk about these City Edition jerseys. Woo! Uh, before that, though, uh, where might our listeners go if they want to find some delicious protein bars that taste like candy bars? I you know think what? they know, but why don't you tell them again? You know what, Matt? It's funny because my nephew was just asking me this exact question. Where do I go for those wonderful, yummy bars? I need the protein. He likes working out, but yet he likes things that taste delicious. Why? Because he's a human being. And there's only one place you can go for that, all right? And that is Built Bar. It's the holiday season, y'all. So you know it is time for that Built Bar. Why? Because you feast on something delicious and you feel good about it. And while you're just eating them up and you're feeling good and somebody comes in and say, hey, you can't have all that. You can't eat all that candy. You tell them. You tell them and you let them know and you break it down to them. 130 calories are in Built Bar. Only four grams of sugar are in Built Bar. And guess what else they got? Plenty of protein. If you want to replace some some of those treats, like some of those pies that are about 300 calories, you want to replace that? Well, guess what? You holla at the Built Bar. Low calorie, low carb, low fat, high protein oh and guess what a hundred percent real chocolate is what it's covered in and just because they're mm. built bar and they're awesome you know that flavor of the month matt it's that mystery it's a mystery mm. flavor of the month you did you can still get that paranormal pumpkin you know because even though halloween did it yesterday they still got it on there but that mystery flavor guess what y'all if you guess it you know what you get you get a prize. Built Bar gets you up with a prize. I hope the prize is getting our guys out Gil for some Built Bars out there in Vancouver. <laughs> we got to hook our guy up with it. Come on, baby. But this is what you do to get yours while you can, y'all. Built.com is where you go. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and you will get 15% off your order. That is Built.com, promo code LOCKED15. Built Bar. Shout out, Rockefeller. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let me eat a bit, bud. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, Big Dave. The City Edition 
drop arrived on Monday morning. And I so I think like there was a leak on these maybe a month or so ago, but it was not from a confirmed source. And it turns out, yep, that's what they look like. If you haven't seen them, whoo, whoo, those threads are sick. Okay, so I love these um, for all but maybe one category where I need to see them on the court before sure. I decide whether or not I love them. Sure. Um, but I love that there is just shout outs to a lot of different eras and generations of Bulls mm. jerseys. Um, and particularly the Bulls logo and the way that it was colored mm. back in 66 with like, you know, like the darkened Bulls logo mm-hmm. um, that wasn't, you know, mostly red and the white horn, but there's a lot more black features mm-hmm. in that old school. I love that nod um to the bull logo mm-hmm. on the shorts i love of course you know me a sucker for the chicago script from 1984 mm-hmm. they got that in here but I- i'm honestly maybe the thing i like the most about these shockingly mm-hmm. is the numbering font the lettering font and the side trim mm-hmm. that is a shout out to 1970 mm-hmm. bulls jerseys the ones that were red but chicago in bold yes. all caps not the cursive right i love this lettering and numbering on these edition jerseys the one thing i'm not sold on and then i want to hear what you think is sure. i mentioned the darkened horns of the bulls jersey from 66 yeah having that in front of a backdrop of a nod to late 90s pinstripes black with red pinstripes in that diamond on the shorts and then also the the late 90s trimming of white, black, red mm-hmm. to make the outline of that diamond. I it looks a little busy to me. And I don't mm. know what it'll look like on the on the court. That's the one thing where I'm like, that might be a little, you might be doing a little too much there. But overall, love the jerseys. I am certainly going to buy one of these. I gotta decide which player I want to get in this jersey format, but yeah, this this is after some jersey that I thought were kind of eh, misses mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with the Bulls in recent city edition jerseys. Mm-hmm. This is this is a win. You know what's so funny? Because I'm looking at these jerseys, and this is just a testament to the greatness of the GOAT. Just seeing these jerseys, and then when I see them with the 23 and the Jordan on them, it just adds oh. something to it, right? Oh. Doesn't it just add a different yeah. dimension? You know what I'm saying? Just looking at that, wow, that's amazing, man. Um, but yeah, man, I like everything you said. Uh, I really, really enjoy these. Like, I think they're beautiful. The first eras I thought of were the 70s and 80s. Those are the first two things that came to my Mm -hmm. head. So I thought of Jerry Sloan and Norm Van Leer. And then I thought of Michael Jordan. Those were the first three players that popped into my head when I saw this. Because I've always loved those 70s era edition jerseys. Um, just because of the, the boldness of the red. You know what I'm saying? As if nobody knows, you know, red is my favorite color. Hello. Hello. <laughs> it's my favorite color so just seeing red be that bold and prominent uh on there just just i was like yeah i'm really digging that i feel you on the feeling looking a little too busy i don't think it doesn't bother me though i just really like all the nods because you you pointed out things i didn't even notice like the nod to the pinstripes and the nod to the 66 jerseys, man. Those were excellent catches. Um, but yeah, I love them. I think they're great. I want to see the hat. 
You know, I'm all about the hats on this stuff. Mm. I need to see the hats and the hoodies on, on these. Right. Hoodies. Yep. When I see the hats and the hoodies, and if they're what I think they are, I'm going to lose it. They're going to take my money, <laughs> and I'm going to be even more excited about these. But overall, Matt, no, I truly, truly do like these, man. Like, I, I never bought a City Edition jersey. I'm, I'm more of a guy who likes the actual throwback of the official throwback kind of thing. So I got to have a mm-hmm. home uh, 84, 85 Bulls jersey. But this one right here, man, like this one right here, this looks amazing. <laughs> this looks amazing. And I might have to go ahead and purchase that. that it looks special. It does. It, uh, yeah, it very much does. And, and I'm with you. I also can't wait to see what the, the hats and hoodies yeah. uh, of this city edition design um will look like which by the way uh you can have uh the madhouse team store give you a reminder and an alert uh Mm -hmm. if you let them know you know your email address your contact info that hey reminder november 15th 9 a.m central time is when all of this city edition stuff will arrive at the mad store and be available for purchase um and they also let us know their slate of games where they will be wearing these jerseys. Oh, please. And the first one at home against Miami oh, on November 27th. Oh, snap. That's going to be such a big I game. mean, dude, oh. like, dude, the, the just listen to the teams that they're going to be playing when they're wearing these jerseys. Miami, Lakers, mm. Nets, mm. Grizzlies, mm. Clippers, mm. Bucks. Mm. Just just bulls wearing these awesome threads against a bunch of playoff caliber opponents. This That's is so awesome. cool, man. This is so cool. And I, you know, now it's just now it's just a decision of whose jersey do I want to get? Cuz like I, you know, I would definitely be down to buy a a, a hat and or hoodie like you. Yeah. I need a jersey. And this because yeah. you know that I got me their four years ago city editions mm-hmm. that were white with blue yes. Chicago script. Yes. It, it was a Lowry Markkinen. So was. now I need a new City Edition Chicago script with mm-hmm. a player who, you know, still plays for the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> Don't you do have... I, do I go Zach? Do I go Demar? Do I go mm. Caruso? Do mm. I go Alizé Johnson? Do I go mm. the rookie Io? I don't know. There's so many so choices. Many, so many delicious choices. But don't you have a Patrick Williams uh, City Edition jersey? Am I right? I do. That? Okay. With the Chicago Art Deco yeah. from last season. Yeah. And I ordered it and received it before the Vooch trade. So yes. it's a number nine, not a number 44. Right. Exactly. Which I, you know, I love. I love, love, love. Should be framed and hanging up. <laughs> you should never wear it right. again. <laughs> put, it, put it next to MJ back yes. there. Yes. Um, this is very cool. And look, I mean, shout out to a lot of the other teams around the league. Some of those City Edition jerseys look really yeah. cool. I can't wait right. to see what Miami's look like on the floor. Oh. Uh, they look weird, but classic we do, Miami. We always do it like, right. Yeah. We can. We can put anything on a jersey. Yeah. Do you dare us to put even yes. weirder shit on a jersey? Here you go. Here you go. Weird stuff in your face. Oh, man. And it looks great every just time. A great, yeah, truly. Just a great thing the NBA does. And, yeah, I am I am a big fan of these. But like I said, love the photos. One worry is if those shorts, like diamond side patches, are going to be a little too busy for the eyes. But want to see them and see how they look on the court. The first time we will do that is November 27th against Miami. But don't forget, November 15th is when y'all can start buying some of this merch. Which, by the way, I am now in 
a a place where I feel okay buying Bulls merch because for a while there, I was boycotting. I was like, I will not spend any amount of dollars or cents until y'all find your sense and make some changes around here. The bars. (laughs) <laughs> in that pick mm. with the bars, not the built bars, but the bars. Yeah, <laughs> I love but, it, dude. Five, five and one start, and all the vibes around this team. It's like you know, shut yeah. up and take my money. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! Excited. All right, that's it for today. Uh, if you all have any thoughts on these city edition jerseys, hit us up on Twitter. Let us know what you think about these. Uh, I'm at Bulls underscore Peck. He's at Ball Sports. We are at Locked On Bulls. Or shoot us a text with your thoughts about these jerseys at 331-979-1369. You can leave us voicemails there as well. Uh, Bulls Celtics on deck tonight, 630 Central Time tip-off. We will be back tomorrow with a fresh episode breaking down that game. Hey, Celtics, don't look too scary. Certainly not looking like world beaters. Let's make it 6-1, Big Dave. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it, baby. Come on. For my co-host, Big Dave, I'm Matt saying thanks for listening. As always, Bulls Nation, smash that subscribe button on YouTube if you haven't already. Until next time, see you ready to be good. Peace out. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.